You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Get ready for a frenzy. Bring them out, bring them out. The Fantasy Frenzy. What's up and welcome inside Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It's the Fantasy Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. Yes, here we go. Time to enjoy this weekend. NFL Divisional Round Weekend. Going to get you ready for the big contest coming up this weekend as we prepare to enjoy that and enjoy football. I understand you got your fantasy pools going on and stuff like that. You may have a player, and if you're the one and done, the draft guy, the NFL.com, whatever. All fun and dandy, but now we get to really sit back and enjoy some football. I'm looking forward to it, and I'll be talking to you about that. I'm going to look at the 2017 NFL All-Pro team, discuss some of these players with my friends, the all-in kid, Jake Seeley. He's the accuracy expert, Wall Street, Matt Medica. Jake, I see you wore a shirt that the Goon Squad is going to uh, have fun with once again today. Yeah, we'll talk about it a little bit. All right, so Jake is getting ready. All right, <laughs> it's one of those days. <laughs> What's the deal, Matt Matika? How are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. I'm uh, happy, 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 waiting for this weekend to arrive. Just get through the rain today. The sunshine is coming, and GST afternoon on Saturday. It's going to be fun. Yeah, so there you go. It's got a lot coming up. This weekend, going to talk about that, those things, break it down. Some more towards the end of the show, might get into a little bit of um, news, that, uh, not news, but really go over some fantasy baseball stuff, some players that we could talk about as we get ready for the 2018 campaign, push closer to pitches and catchers, and then, of course, obviously to opening day. So that's how we start things. That's where we go right there. Uh, as far as this week in sports, nothing really major happening. Um, going to talk about this all pro thing, and I want to get into. I kind of want to start where we started with the Roto Experts, and that was with um, these Le'Veon Bell comments about franchise me again and I'm going to retire. Jake, obviously that's not going to happen, but still, a running back deserves to have a long-term contract and not be playing on one-year franchise tags because he could tear his knee up and never play again at any moment. Yeah, we'll get like I said, we'll get. To, don't come back to me right now. Try to fix it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Try to fix all something right, over all here. Right, all right. It's, it's, <laughs> Oh, look, he had the opportunity. Somebody put a mic in front of his face, I'm sure. Asked him the question. This is uh, the Steelers are one of the f- teams in these four games. It's the opportunity to get his point out there, make his owners hear him. And he deserves it. I mean, what has this guy done not to deserve it? They're going to have to well, do the marijuana it. thing. They can, they can hold okay, it Okay, but you could head. also put in contracts, you know, if he if – he, Fails another marijuana test, yeah. it could void contract. Do you think that you do you think if they come to him and be like, yo, listen, we can't invest in you long term right now because we don't know what the deal is with your marijuana habit. Do you think he can say my marijuana habit is to is to help me recover from the bumps and bruises of playing professional football? Would they buy that? Would you buy that? No, because right now, unless he gets from a doctor's note that he's yeah. you know, where it's like medical marijuana look, marijuana I don't have a problem with it being legal. I'm just saying. The NFL, it's not. It's not. So if they're going to make the investment in him, there has to be maybe some clause here, being that he's been someone that's been busted with this, that if you get caught marijuana, yeah. the contract's voidable. Something like that. I mean, I don't, I don't know. He's one of the players we'll be discussing. I'd take him with or without the marijuana. We break down the 2017 NFL All-Pro team. Look at the first team, second team, maybe the third team. 
NFL playoffs, fun weekend, best weekend of football of the year, maybe even a little bit of fantasy baseball. Of course, telephone lines open, 844-843-6879. The frenzy is up and rolling. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com premium and learn more about our awesome product. Lil Yeezy bringing us back from break. This is pre-Kardashian Yeezy, I think, when he was, like, good. (laughs) (laughs) Now he's just out there. We're not out there, though. We're here. We're here. The frenzy. We're here. We're in the building. Looking at the 2017 NFL All-Pro team. Good team. Solid squad. Um... You know, they have, this is like the best of the best of the league this year. Hmm. So, I want to discuss some of these players. I want to start off at the top with uh, one Mr. Tom Brady as the all-pro quarterback. I think this should have been Carson Wentz if he didn't tear. Even with the torn ACL, I think this should have been Carson Wentz. Matt, what do you think? I think you could give it to Carson once. I wouldn't have a problem with it. Uh, does Tom Brady get it on reputation? On reputation? Probably. Uh, he was having a really good season until that last month. It's kind of when he faded from like week 13 on. And Carson Wentz got injured in, what, was it week 13? So I would not have a problem giving it to one Wentz in this scenario. You wouldn't say you wouldn't have a problem with that? No, I would not. Do we got the all-in kid back yet? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, there you go. I don't see you, though. All right. <clears throat> Hopefully the people in the YouTube chat see you. Yeah, they got to see this wonderful shirt that I brought just for them. Just for them. Jake, it you know, it is a go. wonderful shirt. Hey, get I, the banner out of the way. I got to get the banner out of the way so they can see how terrible the patches are. <laughs> they, they moved the banners. There we go. 17 we go. of y'all down there. Old school, like, when Tom Hardy, or not Tom Hardy, Ed Hardy was popular. Actually, hold on. Let's see if you can get the back, too. Wait a minute. The back was just a bad. Oh wait a see? minute, son! Hold on, I, I want to see it now too because see, Ed, see the back? Ed Hardy, Ed, not Ed Hardy. <laughs> Where are you seeing Jake? I mean, I saw Jake early. I don't see him now. Yep. Oh, there he is. There, there. there we go. This is why do yeah. they have the wrong thing up? Oh my goodness! It's terrible. I told you. Look, I got. I would wear the sweater. I'm going to save the sweater for Monday, but it's too warm down here. It's like 68 degrees today oh, it's down heat here. Wave. So it's, it's yeah. a heat wave. So it busts out. Yeah, this stupid. Oh, yeah. man, that's, that's, that's yeah. pretty bad right there. <laughs> and, and I thought uh, Jake didn't drink or do drugs. <laughs> that's pretty bad. That's pretty. Was that a Christmas gift? No, these were popular for about two, three years with yeah. stylish. This is a white thing, Corey. Okay. <laughs> Corey, I'm, I'm white. I've never owned anything like that. All right. I, I never saw that one before. All right, so cool. Goth Cowboy. That was a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ron Cena, the Goon Squad, going to love this one today. So thanks Ron's a lot. Ron's not here today. Oh, Ron, Ron, Ron will have to, yeah, Ron will have to see the sweater. On, the, the sweater on Monday is definitely better. All right, so cool. All right. 
Did I ask you about Tom Brady yet? And, uh, because I just lost no. my train of thought. Tom, no, I thought um, Carson Wentz should have been the all-pro quarterback. No, I think Russell Wilson should have been all-pro okay. all quarterback. Nice. Russell Wilson had the better season. I mean, he teetered a little bit down the stretch, but so did Tom Brady. Actually, Tom Brady longer than Russell Wilson did. Yeah, he did. So, Russell Wilson yeah. not a bad one either, man. I didn't think about why it. Not, why not Russell Wilson? I, I think I still would have went with Yeah. I, I, look, R- R- Russell Wilson, too. You want to say he teetered down the team, yeah. didn't get into the playoffs. That defense was a shell of itself. But what Wentz did, like if Wentz was on the field this weekend, yeah. they are a substantial favorite in this game. They are they are the team to I, I'm not a substantial favorite. I would say they would be, I th- if Wentz was playing, I think they would be three and a half, four and a half. No, I think they're a touchdown. Really? Yeah. You, you would agree with that too, All In? I would go that far. I'd say five, five and a half. Okay. So, so we're all on the same. But closer to Matt's side. Okay, closer to Matt's side. All right, cool. Yeah, I forgot about Russell. I don't know. I guess because he's not in the playoff, I, it was easy to forget about Russell Wilson. <laughs> um, Russell, you, did, do y'all know that Russell Wilson looked like, what's that, that Bruno Mars and Russell Wilson could be like the same dude? Y'all haven't noticed that? Yeah, you know I mean, it's... The real poppy guy, Bruno Mars? Yeah, no, yeah, you know what Bruno Mars is, yeah. yeah. I don't see it. Okay, y'all don't see it. It's like I'm Bru- right, Corey. I'm not blind. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. It's like Bruno Mars, Russell Wilson, that kid, the quarterback from Alabama. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like all of those dudes is like eerily you know similar how, to me. Oh, Hawaiian? Hold on. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know how bad this would sound if this was matter me saying it and not you? Oh, oh I'm sorry. Oh yeah, oh, Look, yeah. I, I lived in Hawaii and get for away like, with it for like over a year, and Bruno Mars, you know, yeah, is beloved. I mean, he's beloved everywhere. Yes, yeah. that's, that's his spot. I know my daughter loves him because he got like those real poppy joints. You he's know what I'm saying? Poppy. Yeah, he's got those real poppy joints. The running back for the NFL All Pro team is Todd Gurley. I don't think you're gonna get no, no, it's nothing really to uh, to talk about or discuss here. Todd Gurley, uh, best running back in the NFL this year, led the NFL in touchdowns. He didn't lead the NFL in rushing, but receiving the touchdowns. The Los Angeles Rams offense taking them to the playoffs. Ah, you know. You want to talk left bell at running back? I get it, but still, Ty Gurley is the guy at running back. Ty Gurley is the guy at running back this you year. You have to give it to him. Ty Gurley is a beast <laughs> this Look year. at this offense last year. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Fisher was doing that offense. <laughs> Look what Fisher did to him last year. Yeah. I'm looking at what Jim Ross said. He said it was a Brett Michael shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, too. That is that's a good, a good one. one. That's the wrestling joint, yeah. All right. The Titan is Rob Gronkowski. I don't know. Something about Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz holds a special well, oh, place in my heart. What about Travis Kelsey? Why are we not even talking about him? All right. There you go. That's a good one, too, man. Kelsey over Ertz. It just seems like Kelsey... Ertz was just getting it done all year. He was relevant all year. Kelsey was, too, though. No, the only thing the only thing Kelsey has over Gronkowski is receptions. Gronkowski had more yards and the same amount of touchdowns. But I, but my point was, oh, I, would, I, I think Kelsey over Ertz for me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Kelsey over Ertz. All right. You know... This thing, um, Evan Ingram is going to be uh, overdrafted in 2017. In, two, in 2020, excuse me, 2018 fantasy circles, Evan Ingram will be overdrafted. How about this? No, he'll be overdrafted inside the entire draft. He won't be overdrafted for tight ends. Okay, yeah, okay, I can get, yeah. He'll go off the board as the right tight end, but his overall spot is going to be too high. Right. Okay, for tight ends, where is he going? Is he the fourth I, tight end off the board? I think he's the fourth tight end off the board. So you got That's the, where he deserves to be. Mm-hmm. That's where big, I have him. Right the, behind him, I have Olsen, Henry, Graham, Rudolph, Walker, O.J. Howard. I mean, I don't see how you put any of those guys out of Evan Ingram. I think he goes in like that 6-7 range, though, and that's too high. Which will be too early, yeah. yeah. 
think maybe next year I'd rather have Olsen. If, I if would you definitely. got Shepard, you got uh, Odell back. I think if, if you're going to base yourself off the North Turner, the one good thing about the North Turner offense would be the tight end, right? Yeah. Isn't that the one well, that's actually and, turned and, out to be a and, myth. And, that's and, actually turned out to be a myth over his last couple seasons. Especially yeah, with well, Kyle Rudolph. Yeah, with Kyle Rudolph for, you know. But we saw Antonio Gates get it done. We but here's the thing about Greg Olson that people didn't even realize. Greg Olson, to start the season and late last year, was actually quite miserable, even before he got hurt. Greg Olson? Yeah. To start the season, yeah. yeah. When, when week did he get hurt, though? Was it like week three? Four? Yeah. I, I wasn't on him. I wasn't on him. I was no, on I two years ago. Year. Yeah, I was yeah, on him. Yeah, he got, week, we got hurt in week Halfway through, or yeah, towards the end of the week too. Well, First game was two for eighteen, and then one for ten. And then last year, he had that three for twenty-two to finish things out. He had a three-game stretch last year, or four-game stretch where it was thirty-nine, thirty-three, forty-five, thirty. He's starting to slow down a little bit. If you want to take Greg Olson, I'm not going to say you're crazy. I just I, I want the guy going up versus the guy going down. The the one thing I'll say is if if it's if the offense pretty much stays the same way. And it's just Funchess, Olsen, and like CMC. Mm-hmm. I, I just think by default he's going to get the, you know. I don't mind. Yeah, I, I, I would be with you on that, but I, I actually think North Turner could ruin Cam Newton. I'd yeah, I don't. Like, I don't have, I'm with you. I don't think he should have went to Carolina. I don't think Carolina should have hired him. So I'm the he, only one he that likes think- quarterbacks that drop back five, seven mm-hmm. steps, and that's not Cam Newton. Like, if he's going to try and make Cam Newton work in his offense, and I joked about this yesterday during on Target, actually two days ago, I said, oh, good, Cam Newton will figure out the playbook by week 12, because that's what <laughs> Norm Turner does. And so that's my biggest concern is it's not just that. I think that if you're taking Cam Newton forcing him into that offense, it could affect everybody, Funches, Olsen, Christian McCaffrey. So that's my biggest concern. This is, this is, this is, this is interesting times right now for Carolina Panthers because they don't have no owner. So Ron Rivera, Ron Rivera and Diddy are kind of like the owners right now. And I'm quite sure Ron Rivera is not consulting with Diddy. So Ron Rivera is the voice inside that organization right now. He's ascended. Yes, Ron Rivera is the voice inside the organization right now. He went out and did this, went out and said, okay, let me get my man North Turner back in here. And North Turner, you bring your entire family, right? I still think North Turner can coach, uh, can coordinate. I think North Turner's a good offensive mind. But if you come in there and try to put Cam in some system, you're going to be looking for a job two years two years from now because it's not going to work. you got to let Cam be Cam. So I'm not a totally against the hire, but I do think you got to go ahead and let Cam be Cam. Scheme it to Cam. Like, make it a, a combination of what you like to do North and what works for Cam. Don't try to come up here and turn Cam into Troy Aikman and have Cam Newton taking seven-step drops. That's crazy. It's not the 1990s. Yeah, no. And the fact that, you know, he brought his whole family. I think his grandson's going to be like quality control guy. Everybody. They brought the whole crew through. Everybody, the entire <laughs> staff is, besides Rivera, last name is Turner. And then you got the, uh, the, or the D coordinator that's, that's not going to get a job, um, uh, Wilkes. So then it's him, and then it's a whole bunch of Turners and Ron Rivera. And that's how you go right there. You think Wilkes is going to get left out? We were discussing that the way Mr. Susson broke it down this morning is the jobs that are open are kind of more or less spoken for for the most part unless the Giants end up having to, co- end up having to come back to Wilkes. Well, so, all right, so the, the thing is we're assuming McDaniels to the Colts, right? Yep. I think this would, okay, so now you have Wilkes or Patricia to the Giants. Well, what if they go Patricia? Well, Wilkes, doesn't, Wilkes doesn't have an opportunity with the Lions. Who's there? The Lions haven't talked to anybody else. No, the, 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 the how, how was it? The way Mr. Sussman broke it down this morning. This is, um, hold on. I, I got to get him up here. Somebody send Mr. Sussman up here. Hey. Hey, that's what's, that's what's up, Don Burns. 
Yeah, that's that. That's my man, Travis Scott. Travis Scott and Quavo. Quavo, excuse me. Mr. Sussman, come upstairs. Let's get this coaching talk going. Plus, we're doing a little bit of NFL All Pros. It's fantasy friendly right here at FNTSY Radio. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone, we promise. No weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Oh, there we go. All right, cool. Who is that? On, t- on CNN on that TV over there. Never seen her before. All right, that's supposed to be a Rooney rule. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, so, Mr. Sussman, glad that you could come up and join us for a little bit of overtime today. That's the all-in kid, Jake Seeley. You get him on that screen in a little bit. And then, as you know, Matt Medica, we do programs together. All right, <clears throat> Mr. Sussman. Hello. Who is going to be the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals? Pat Shermer. Then you, you, you feel pretty certain about this. I do. I, I, I don't want to say certain. I feel confident about it. You feel confident about it, and he's going to take Case Keenum with him to be the quarterback. I, I would assume that's the plan, yes. Right, that's, so that's likely the plan. What do you think of that plan, All-In Kid? I think that's what everything points to right now. Nice. Matt Medica, you like that idea? I'm fine with it. Uh, you know, David Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald, Case Keenum. Cool. That's the whole crew right there. All right. Josh McDaniels is likely going to be the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. More than likely, that means that it's time for him to get out of New England. Uh, he's, that's, that, that ship has sailed. Things like it has for most of them. So Josh McDaniels is likely going to end up in Indianapolis. Hopefully, he has Andrew Luck with him. You do make a good point about him having a relationship already with Kobe Brissett, Matt. So, well, that was Sussman who did make that. Yeah, Sussman made that point. You know, Sussman, Sussman's not that kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Sussman, Josh McDaniels. Likely to the Indianapolis Colts. We feel pretty good about that. Feel good about that, yeah. I think that just makes sense. I think McDaniels, you, you said it. Things are going to change New England. He may want it out. He may want out. Uh, so I expect we'll see Josh McDaniels uh, head to Indianapolis, hopefully with Andrew Luck. If not, uh, Jacoby Brissett, there's a history there. It certainly looks like with Matt Rule pulling out, Steve Wilkes not even going to interview. I think other people believe Josh McDaniels to Indy is done. I tell you, if Luck isn't healthy, which I, I believe he's not, I really don't want this job. Take, Not that I don't want an NFL job. But. Take would you think would you if you don't know the situation as of where we stand right now, like like how like EY likes to say, Andrew Luck's not a football player right now. Is this a more attractive job than a New York Giant job? Yeah, I don't think that matters though. I, no, I don't think it is. Even if Andrew Luck is healthy, you look at what they have to do. They still have no offensive line. They don't have a running back at this point with Frank Gore probably either on those last legs or yeah, yeah, I I would be surprised if they keep him around. In one more year. If they do, it's not going to be more as a backup at this point in this career. But still, you go back. You know, no offensive line. Defense is still in shambles. There's so many. You basically have Andrew Luck, T.Y. Hilton, and the end. Okay, Jack Doyle, too. That, that's it. And so I don't think it's a more attractive job for anybody. And a shot at Saquon Barkley. Mm, I don't think they go Saquon Barkley. I think that's a mistake if they do. I think it's a huge mistake if they do. Why? 
because they're not one piece away. This this isn't the Cowboys. You're not a running. You're not an elite running back away from fixing this team. That's the that's a huge mistake. Look at last year's draft. Look at this year's draft. You can get quarterback or running backs later on. I brought the same example to you. Even as great as Ezekiel Elliott is, how many more Cowboys fans out there and the Cowboys themselves would rather have Jalen Ramsey and Jordan Howard? than Ezekiel Elliott and whoever that fifth-round pick that you took that year. You know, what's funny about that is they debated that. That was a debate on DallasCowboy.com this week. Interesting. No, they stole my debate. Man, they, <laughs> they, I saw it. I wanted to send you the link when just I Just like it. the dude on NBA TV was stealing my DuckTales thing. Everybody's just stealing my stuff. Look at that. Nobody's going to steal that shirt. <laughs> yeah, nobody. <laughs> I can't give it away, Corey. What are you talking about? I tried to give it to Goodwill. They told me to take it back they home. They was like, no, uh, take that shirt. Um... So we talked about those two things. Okay, the Detroit Lions. It looked like Mr. Sussman, Matt Patricia is going to be the head coach of the Detroit so Lions. So I will say that. I think Matt, Matt Patricia is their number one choice. I think we've said that all along. With, with apparently um, he had the job, right? Well, well apparently he had the job. He, right? he had it. If, he had it if he wanted reason. it. Yeah, I think that's the only reason they let Terrell Austin even leave. Yeah, no doubt. Uh huh. Well, I, so so I think. They told them they're going to hire a defensive guy. It didn't have to be Patricia. They could have just said, "Listen, we're going to hire a defensive coach, and you're not going to be it." And that's, that's why you mean. That's mean. That's really is. I'm like, dude, I'm your guy. I've been here all this long time, and then you're going to hire a defensive guy and not be mean. That's rude. So, it's possible. So, because we heard, if it wasn't going to be Matt Patricia, then it's going to be potentially Mike Vrabel. Because as I've said, the Giants' top three candidates are Pat Shermer. Matt Patricia and Josh McDaniels. If you link right. those three guys to the three other jobs, that leaves the Giants out. I don't think the Giants think they would be left out, which means I think they assume Patricia would want their job, which could leave Mike Vrabel to Detroit. I'm not sure. The Vrabel thing, man, I, I don't think he's ready. If you hire Vrabel, Vrabel, excuse me, you're going to be hiring another... Vrabel is becoming like posthumous. <laughs> if you hire Vrabel, then you're going to be hiring another coach in two years. That's how I look at it. Yeah, I'm... I, I'm not so crazy about the uh, the Pats coaching tree. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you want to go McDaniel's, if you're going quarterback for uh, route that way, but I I would rather go with Pat, uh, Shermer over uh, Josh McDaniel. I'd rather go with Patricia over both of them. And you you guys like Patricia the least, don't you? I, we like I like Patricia the least. Yeah, yeah. I, Matt I, does yeah too. I don't. You know, I don't know. I'm not I'm not big on him. I. I've seen this happen before with the uh, Patriots a defensive coordinator, so maybe I'm just a little biased on that end. All right, so what I mean, team? Also, it's it's, it's kind of which way you want to approach it because I think Patricia's the best of all of them for the, how long he's been there and how great that defense has been with a huge amount of problems, especially this year. With the other two, you're looking at two people who failed as head coaches. They are coming back up as coordinators. You're hoping they learn from that, and you're hoping they're not going to pull things from there, and they've learned. And not, you know, I think that really comes down to the GM and the front office of what they believe in these guys. Is that they believe they've learned and they're new people, or do they believe that they're going to be similar to what they were when they failed? And if so, they're going to go somewhere else. So I think it's just it's going to depend on what the team believes in these guys. Do you want the guy who doesn't have experience and you like what he's done, or do you want the guy who's failed and learned something from it? Well, I mean, yeah, it, that's a good point. The defense has improved throughout the year, seems like consistently every year. But also with the Patriots, they play games where they have they, they can take that lead. They can dictate how this game is going to play out in a lot of instances. And I think that helps the defense when you know the team's got to pass as opposed to having that 50-50 the, balance. The, the, the defenders can pin their ears back, as they say in yes. the college game. All right, so now who's next uh, coaching? Just the Giants. Just the Giants. That's it. So the Giants is, is Wilkes, but... I don't think the Giants is Wilkes. I think the Giants want Patricia. 
But if he goes to Detroit and Shermer goes to Arizona, I think those two are honestly their top two options, Shermer and Patricia at this point. Yeah. Uh, if Shermer goes to Arizona and Patricia goes to Detroit and McDaniels goes to Indianapolis, I think they're, they're just left with Wilkes. Yeah. Yeah, and then that's then that sucks for him because they, you really didn't want me here. Correct. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he's, Bill Belichick. <laughs> oh, Bill, oh, Nick Saban. <laughs> yeah, sure. Both of them together. <laughs> yes, Nick Saban is going to beat off with the coordinator. Actually, could you imagine the press conferences with those two together? That would be wild. We had a debate this morning. Everybody thought I was crazy. If I had to hire a head coach, it would be Nick Saban, not, not Bill Belichick. Yeah, you also want Jason Garrett instead of the water I water said water. Jason Garrett could be on the staff. <laughs> you changed that. He, he could be crazy. on the staff. He could be the water boy. He could be on the staff, Jason Garrett. <laughs> Quality control. <laughs> Quality assurance, Jason Garrett. In charge Somebody of... Somebody cl- continues to tell him what to do so he can't make his own decision? So he can be in charge of clapping. That's Jason Garrett. <laughs> is the, He's the motivator. Jason Garrett's a master motivator. Did y'all notice? Oh, yes, he does. He talks to, like, he goes all over the country talking to teams. That's great. Yeah, that's what he, he's, he's known as a master oh, motivator. Really? Yeah, he, he does. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jerry Jones gives him the speech to take with him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that y'all do that Read to Jason Garrett. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he goes, he talk, he's talked to the Duke Blue words I know he's talked to Michigan <laughs> State before. He's like, yo, he go, he's talked to NBA teams before. So, yeah, Jason Garrett goes around and talks to teams yeah, in the offseason. You know the guy from the, that the Wolf of Wall Street was made of, Jordan Belfort? Yeah, of course. He goes around do, do, doing the same thing. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> He's a master motivator. Yeah. He's also a crook, but yeah. <laughs> I wonder if his wife looks like looked like Margot Robbie. I hope uh, so. Margot Robbie in that movie. Jason yeah. Garrett? No. Jordan oh, Bell, Jordan oh, no. Okay. Margot Robbie in that movie is like the, the hottest person I, I, ever. I have that one scene like embedded oh, yeah. in my brain. I don't oh, know yeah. who this lady is y'all talking about. We talked about this literally last week and you Googled it. <laughs> like I Googled her last week? Yes. Too? It might have been this week, to be honest with you. Yeah, it might have been a couple uh, days ago. She was Harley Quinn in the Suicide Squad movie? She's Tanya Harding. Yes, I, uh, I, Tanya. Let me tell you something. You got to be pretty good to play Tanya Harden. <laughs> Hold on one second. Y'all talk while I look whoa, this lady Wait, wait, wait. Like Google something you literally Googled two days ago. <laughs> what's the, what's, yeah, it's not like we're on the radio or anything. What's the lady name again? Margot Robbie. Margot. Right. You were impressed. I was impressed when I saw her. Yes. yes. Uh, All right, okay, cool. <laughs> I <right>, nothing. <laughs> I wish she's on the full floor right now. <laughs> can't, can't do that. Margot. I agree with the chat. Gal Gadot is better looking. No way. Mm, I look, I'm a big oh, Gal Gadot. Yeah, I see this one right here. No. Yeah, this is all right. This is interesting right here. Oh no, I, I fantasy Gal executive. Gal I did that fantasy executive is approved. I don't think Gal Gadot is going to be approved for you, Jakey, though. No, I know. That's I, I've already moved. So I told you my new one, she Victoria smokes? Justice. She's not. She's, she's Jewish. Oh. Who's Victoria? Oh no, Justice? I don't care about that. She's, oh, don't do that, Greg. Somebody can believe it. She smokes. Yeah, somebody sent me a picture of her. Like after I brought up the whole thing about Kate Beckinsale, and I was talking about how Gal Gadot is so good looking and everything like that, and they're like, "Oh, you might want to cross her off too." Do they all? Everyone smokes, don't they? Every, every they Hollywood all like person. me. I can't. Not everybody. <laughs> I think every Hollywood person does smoke, though. For real. Who's this gal? Can I look up this gal lady quick? Gal Gadot. She's Wonder Woman. She's Wonder Woman. Yeah, again, it's not like we're trying to do a radio show <laughs> or fantasy sports. <laughs> Shout out to everybody that's league champions. <laughs> this is this is this is. Shout you. out to everybody that's coming into the chat right now. Has no idea why I'm wearing this. I agree with Jim. I, I agree with Jim Ross. Uh, he's pretty much somebody put Wonder Woman. And put all right. Yeah. So so this so basically this cycle. So we looks like this cycle we're going to see uh, Pat Shermer, Josh McDaniels, Matt Patricia, and John Gruden. And somebody else, and, one other, and then one other person mm-hmm. likely to the New York. Well, you had Matt Nagy go to Chicago. Oh yeah, I forgot about Matt Nagy. That's Matt true, Nagy. Matt Nagy. What do you, Jake? What do you think about Mark Helfring being the offensive coordinator in Chicago? I think that's bad news for Jordan Howard. Unfortunately, 
Bum, 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 bum. He likes to spread offense, man. That's uh, maybe more Tariq Cohen next year, but you know, all the excitement about Jordan Howard has to go right back out the window with that hire. Well, I'm so, so Matt Nagy's still going to be the guy that calls the plays, though. He's the offensive mind, I yeah, think. But, yeah, he is, but he's. I don't see why you hire unless you're going to confer and bring his Agreed. ideas in. Agreed. Hey, well, you got that college quarterback, too. Put it this way, I don't think I don't think Howard's in trouble. I just the point was is when they brought in Nagy, I thought Howard's arrow was pointing up. Yeah, right. Now I think it's going to be back similar to what we just saw this year, which is frustrating. That's fair, no doubt about that. But I do think Tariq Cohen gets more action. He should have got more action this year. It's true, that, but that's John Fox. Did I saw a picture of John Fox and Bruce Arians. Did I see that? that? That was a thing. I didn't dream that. And Jay Glazer. And Jay Glazer. That's correct. He was the guy in the middle. Yikes. Fantasy Frenzy, FNTSY Radio. We come back. We'll get back to the NFL All-Pro team. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to DailyRoto.com premium and learn more about our awesome products. Frenzy FNTSY Radio. <clears throat> Shout out to everybody listening on WABC in New York. Glad to have you with us. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, the all-in kid, Jake Seeley, Wall Street, Matt Medica. Uh, we left off at tight end, Rob Gronkowski. Then uh, the wide receiver was quite easy, Antonio Brown and D-Hop, DeAndre Hopkins. That's yeah, it's easy. Yeah, it's easy. There's nothing else you can do there. You can't even debate this one. You feel what I'm saying? It's like, no. Yeah, it's like, well, what about? No. Not not a thing. The left tackle, Matt, is Andrew Whitworth of the Los Angeles Rams. The same Andrew Whitworth that was with the Cincinnati Bengals. This is why the Cincinnati Bengals fail. Dollar because the Bengals. dollar store Bengals <laughs> don't pay their players and they're all pros. Well, Mom and Pop have been in business for a while. <laughs> but yeah, Five no, and dime Bengals. Look, that was one of the things that really was an accelerator to this offense. They needed a player like that, a veteran force. And look, you got Gurley, you got Whitworth, you got two guys there on a list that weren't there last year for the Rams. There you go right there, Jake. Yeah, the Rams, the Bengals had to do a better job. See, Whitworth would have made, would've, if Whitworth was there to sign Whitworth, our Joe Mixon thing would have been all right. It would have been all right. Although, yeah, it's, it's 100%. It's just the proves with the Bengals. It proves the importance of the offensive line. And also, mm-hmm. look, the Giants didn't yep. want to spend the money. That's going to go right there. Put, what about the Giants? They put the put Whitworth on the Giants line and move Flowers to right tackle like they should have done. But I got, you know what? We got to go back to the chat though real quick. You say oh, shout out, shout out to the chat. Trapple, triple F, man. Fashion fail Friday. So oh, they want to see the back of the shirt I like again. That. I got to show them the back of the shirt again. That's how terrible it is. <laughs> that That's a terrible is. back of the shirt. Yeah, that, uh, joint is, that joint is on the rack. <laughs> that Somebody is. drugged Jake that day. <laughs> he probably, he probably wear that joint more than three or four times though. Oh no! The the gra- I'm telling you, the graphic T-shirts and the graphic button-down shirts were, they were around. Like I years. remember, like yeah. there were places, you know, in like malls and stuff. But yeah, you that's so that's like from the Ed Hardy era, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I never really got into the Ed Hardy thing. Yeah, that, who, Ed Hardy, he had to do that. That son that had the trucker hats, right? 
Oh, was that something else? Yeah, 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 yeah like that, snakes that was, that was and skulls or some kind. Ed, of Ed Hardy's was a lot. Ed's Hardy. I ne- actually never owned an Ed Hardy shirt. I had other graphic. T- I have graphic T-shirts in a box upstairs that I was selling on eBay and stuff like that, and all these button downs. This is this is one of the most boisterous button downs that I had. The other ones kind of blend in a little bit, but I figured I'd bust out the worst one. Yeah, like Ed Hardy. I never like True Religion jeans. I was yeah. never down with all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, that was the truck driver hats too, right? That Hardy joint. Yeah. I think they had yeah. some. Okay, that was yeah. the truck driver hats. To make yeah. sure. Yeah, you know. I'd be affliction. Crazy. Yeah, I owned a lot of Affliction and Manchester United and all that. Yeah, all, not United, Manchester City or whatever the heck it was called. Yeah. That's the that's monarchy. Is all the, that type of stuff. Manchester United is the second. Yeah, I got. It. I corrected myself. This no, is no, a no. roar shirt. This I'm, is no, roar. I'm about to make. A, I'm about to. I'm about to pull it all together. Manchester U is the. Um, <laughs> is the second most popular sports franchise in the world behind America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> uh, Lane Johnson. Oh, that's, that's, that's where you were going. <laughs> that's where I was going with it. Lane Johnson for the Philadelphia Eagles, Beast. Uh, Andrew Norwell from Carolina. Um, ah, that's an interesting one right here. And then, there's no Cowboys in this in this mix, which is very... Oh, what a surprise. Yeah, it's not surprising. The line's not what surprise. it needs to be. They still, all of them go to the Pro Bowl. So yeah, everybody goes to the Pro Bowl. Like the six best quarterback ones are going to the Pro Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> AJ Green already pulled out. Where's Travis Frederick at? Oh, AJ Green pulled out already. I saw yeah, AJ Green. It's, left it's in Orlando this year, right? It is in Orlando this year. What did I see AJ Green in? That's, That's where it was last year pictures. too. They pulled it back to America. Oh, I don't know why they don't have it in Hawaii. Continuous. <laughs> you you you've been to it before in Hawaii, right, Matt? You know, I mean, it was. If I'm a player, I want to just go out there, have fun for the week. You know, Orlando, is that where I need to go? I, w- I would pull out, too, if I was AJ Green. Oh, this is, I'm about to say, I no know where I No offense to good people of Orlando. You, got, say, you got Mickey and all that. Yeah, no, no, I mean, it's a, place, it's a cool place to go. I know where I saw AJ Green at earlier this week, um, at the Georgia, not the Georgia Dome, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. You know, he's a Georgia Bulldog. So I saw a picture with uh, AJ Green. It was AJ Green, Terrell Davis, Ty Gurley, and uh, Quavo. And uh, that's said Terrell Davis here in the pitch, and A.J. Green was sitting in the back of him. So A.J. Green, shout out to A.J. Green, Georgia Bulldog, A.J. Green. A.J. Green was a beast when he was in college, too. And he's a beast in the NFL, just his team only don't spend no money. Um, the Castro from Pittsburgh, Kelsey. On the defensive side, Calais Campbell uh, and Cam Jordan are the edge rushers. Calais Campbell, what a season he had. Aaron, Cam Jordan, too. <clears throat> yeah, Cam Jordan also. Aaron Donald and Cam Haywood. Uh, Aaron Donald, uh, Los Angeles Rams, getting it done this year. Is Aaron Donald the best defensive player in the league? I, I still, I, th- I think it's Khalil Mack. I think it's Khalil Mack. Hey, who, Corey, yo, real, real quick, go back. Who are the guards? The guards are Andrew Norwell and David DeCastro. I don't know about. I don't know enough about Norwell because that's I don't where. Know that's him the, either. I don't, the only one that I'd be surprised. I was actually surprised Zach Martin was. That's the one I'm not. I'm surprised it's not there. I think Travis Frederick too, but Zach Martin. I'm like, should probably be in here. And then this is the Andrew Actually, Norwell, oh, wow. who I don't know. I'm looking right now. I just pulled up Pro Football Focus. So the, their blocking grades for Martin is number one at 98.4. Norwell's number two at 98.3. And DeCastro is 98.1. So they're, they're all right there. Yeah, they're all in the same category. So shout out to those guys right there. Uh, Norwell and DeCastro knocking off those uh, Dallas Cowboys. I think the best defender in the NFL is, um, I'm going to go Khalil Mack. But I think Xavier Rhodes is up there, too. What about you, Matt? You think it's Aaron Donald? I think I still got to stay with him. Uh, he's just a force. I mean, these Mac. You know, it's unfortunate that he's got nobody around him. He's like a man on an island there. What Rhodes was able to do this year was uh, very special. But if I had to cast the one vote, it's Donald. 
All right, the linebackers, Chandler, Chandler Jones, Luke Keekley, and Bobby Wagner. Jake, that sounds about right, right? There was no Khalil Mack, but his team stunk. Yeah, yeah, I understand. I understand that. Actually, it wouldn't have taken Donald, though, only because he showed he was poor to start at the beginning of the year. It took him a little bit while to get together. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Bobby Wagner's just a hell of a player. Yeah, Bobby Wagner's a beast. That's really really no question there. Beast. Oh, my he God. He really is just, you know. He's a beast. The cornerbacks are Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Rhodes. So right here is something I find this interesting. The cornerbacks are both from Florida State. So that gets me to believe that they know what they're doing when it comes to developing secondaries in Florida State. If well, that's also something they target recruiting a lot. But go ahead. If you are a Jake, if you're a looking for a corner secondary play in the NFL, would you say, oh, you know what? Let me see who the hot kid is in Florida State and go draft him. No. You don't no, think you don't yeah. think okay? No, you look at La- where does La- where's Lattimore for him? Ohio, Ohio State. State. They got beats Ohio yeah. State too, though. In the, in, the, in, the, in the secondary, you don't think it's like a lineage mm-hmm. thing right here? Well, I mean, I, I, you could say lineage in, in certain cases. They got like another you, corner coming out no, no, this year. The Ohio State. State okay, put, here I'll tie it together. They put, their, they put well. their whole secondary in the first <laughs> yeah. round last year. Ohio State. Okay, but here's the thing. This is again, like you look at certain schools, and certain schools are known for things. If you look at Notre Dame, the thing that they're still known for today is yeah. offensive linemen and occasionally tight end. Like the offensive, they have two offensive linemen that are probably going inside the top fifteen and outside the top ten this year. Like you look at certain schools for certain things. When it comes to Florida State, they pay a lot of attention to their secondary when it comes to recruiting every single year. So that's why you just have a bigger influx of talent, and usually it comes around and come draft time. And Notre Dame is also known for having quarterbacks that make. Terrible decisions. That's 100% true. <laughs> Sorry, I'm glad you did that because I was pinwheeling just now. So now I'm back. You, been, you, been, you know, I haven't had that problem in a while. I you know what I'm saying? Between the Margot Robbie and the There's a lot going on. There is a lot going, a lot on, going on over here. <laughs> Darius Slay makes the all-pro team. Kevin, Bar- mm-hmm. Kevin Bayard and Harrison Smith. Look at that. You got two people of the Minnesota Vikings secondary on the all-pro team. Special teams, great. I think that's going to be the difference this weekend. I think the difference is going to be uh, homeboy. Harrison Smith in Notre Dame. Oh, Harrison Smith was Notre Dame. I did not know that. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to be this good. I 100% didn't think he was going to be this good. I would say shout out to Notre Dame, but I've never given Notre Dame a shout out before. (laughs) (laughs) Never. Never happened before. But uh, shout out to the hey, young man, Zach Martin. That's your boy. That is. That is, that is I was I, I was disgusted when they drafted him, but it ended up working out fine. Special teams are <laughs> Greg Zerline, Johnny Hecker, Farrell Cooper. I love that name. I mean, look at the Rams. That's one of the reasons why the Rams this is, is the such a good Rams year. team. Man, this is the Rams team. Farrell Cooper. Farrell Cooper fumbled fifteen times last yeah. week. He just did, he, he, he didn't translate to the playoffs. No, know. it didn't. Yeah. He, he had the he just had, like Andy Reid. He had Atlanta and the money one. <laughs> <laughs> just like Andy Reid did not translate to the playoffs. That's a good, good one. Um, Jamal Agnew and uh, Buda Baker, special I, teamer. I, I love that name. That is an awesome name too, Buda Baker. Second team quarterback is Carson Wentz. The running back is Lev Bell. The flex is Alvin. They had a flex to this thing now. Alvin Kamara. Second team tight end Travis Kelsey. Second team wideouts Julio Jones and Adam Thielen. Shout out to Adam Thielen. Shout out to Adam yeah, Thielen. I got a question. Why is why is Left Bell the flex on both? Well, he's the running back on this one. Like, he's the running back. If you're gonna on give him one. the flex on the first one, why does he got to get the running back? There? Yeah, does, yeah, that's interesting. I don't uh, like those wide receivers. Julio Jones and Adam Thielen. Who do you think it should nah. be? Allen and Tyreek Hill. Keenan Allen and Tyreek Hill. I like that. I can see that. I just think it's tough not to Keenan, get it. Keenan Allen Thomas? is the first wide receiver in history. Hey, Michael Thomas, too. I didn't even take Michael Thomas over them. 
Dylan had a bomb year. And Julio Jones is kind of like a writing. Like, Julio Jones is there because he's Julio Jones. You know, he's, what, number three in yards? Every year he's there. Is Julio Jones rocking red hair right now? I think Julio Jones is rocking red hair right now. I didn't see it. My problem with Dylan is the inconsistency. I didn't see it. You think it's on him or the quarterback? No, I think it's on the team. I think they're just where they're using them. Mm-hmm. That's the fact. It works well for the team, but moving Diggs out of the slot, putting Thielen there more, we saw how good that worked for Thielen. But then when you move Thielen out of the slot, you saw and started mixing in Jarius Wright. He started to slump a little bit, and his inconsistency showed up. I think it's just the fact that Thielen and Diggs are both really good. They're just not number ones that can succeed anywhere on the field. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Got another final minute of this segment coming up. Want to continue to go through some of these guys when we come back uh, on the other side. You do start to see some Dallas Cowboy offensive linemen here. Um, uh, as Zach Martin is the right guard on this team. The center is That's Alex good. Mack That's on good. the second team. And then you got um, Darryl Williams from Carolina. Carolina offensive line got it done. Mitchell Sports from Kansas City. Roger Saffle of the Los Well, you see what the Rams did. You see how that line. Uh... They built it inside out. There you go right there. So shout out to them for that. We come back. Get ready to put a bow on the frenzy for this, uh, for this week right here. I want to thank everybody for rocking with us. We come back, we'll get you a little bit of baseball talk before we head on out. It's Fantasy Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. FNTSY Radio, getting ready to put a wrap on it for the week. Thank everybody for rocking with us. Appreciate you. Hey, Happy New Year to you if I didn't tell you already. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know, you know how I feel. Um, you, I do. You like throughout the course of growing up and you know playing sports and stuff like that. I mean, I've, I don't think if any of us have ever, none of us have been a JV closer like Chris Venter was. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if any of us have aspired no, to that level. No, it's not a JV level. closer. I so, did play baseball, but it was not a JV closer. You didn't close for Zavarian High School. No, I played for the more. Did you really have closers in high school? <laughs> no, I didn't really have closers at my high school. I don't. Uh, I never been to a high school baseball game in my life, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't think we did, but you know, I'm 15 years older than him. So yeah, so maybe, maybe it's maybe it's a new maybe it's a new thing. Ventra, uh, something, whatever. Bottom line of the matter is, LeBron James was yelling at coaching his teammates earlier this week, and I always that was did yesterday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so <clears throat> um, LeBron James was yelling at his people, right? And I'm like, you know what? I don't like to play with other athletes. I can see if the coach yells at you. But the superstar player yelling at you, Jake, that always bothered me. Why is that? I don't know. Maybe I'm sensitive. Maybe I'm a snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little hot think, here today, so maybe you melt. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what it is. I think it depends on who it is and what kind of standing he has with the team. 
So you don't think it's a problem with LBJ like undressing his coaches not, and his not, teammates? Uh, I have a problem when you start yelling at the coaches because that's that's board, that's basically insubordination. Like you shouldn't go that far, especially because it just you you lead into another problem of the other players not respecting the coach because you're yelling at the coach. So it kind of curates a, pro- a problem with power and all that type of thing. So, but if he's going to yell at his teammates, I have no problem with that. Man, I don't. I, I, I wouldn't want to be his teammate if he yelled at me like that. Because then I have to be like, yo, so what you want? What you trying to do? Well, you know what I'm saying? We got to talk off the field then. Yeah, I mean, it depends on your personality. I understand he's the best player and yeah. all that, but I'm personally probably going to have a problem with him calling me out like that. Yeah. And, you know, at some point, then things get heated, as you would, they say. Yeah, you would ask for a trade. Like what Jake said. You would ask once, for a trade. I wouldn't ask for a trade, but we might be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but the thing like Jake said, once the best player starts questioning the coach, then nobody else, uh, nobody else is going to respect them, and yeah. you know, then you start losing total control. Shout out to Tyron Lue, though, because when when they hired Tyron Lue, it was like, oh, that's the guy Allen Iverson stepped over. Well, that guy is the NBA champion head coach. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't think he's done a fine job with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Won't you agree, Jake? Oh, absolutely. He's a, it's not the easiest situation to have a team with LeBron James on it without spoken as he is and to deal with those kind of the, basically the pressure of expectations and egos on that team. I give him a lot of credit for dealing with that. Yes, I don't have to tie Lou for that. He's more than just the guy that LeBron James. I mean, it's the guy the that thing, If you're going to be the type over. of teammate that yells at other teammates and calls them out and wants to be a leader like that, you better make sure that you are – 100% all the time. Like, you can't you can't be the one that all of a sudden slacks off on a play. And I think if you look at LeBron James, I don't know that we ever say LeBron James slacking off. This is true. See, you can't be Des Bryant yelling at the quarterback and then right. drop the football. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. You can't be Des Bryant hollering at the quarterback and then get stripped. But what he was stripped. yelling about last night, I have no problem. He was yelling. They're, they were basically invisible on defense. Yeah, well, so I, think I didn't hear you. I got cut off. What did you say, Jake? Yes, he was. The, they were invisible on defense. Kevin Love let like the old up and under go right past. Like it was the most okey doke, lackadaisical defense I've seen in a long time. Whenever you see NBA team perform like that, it means that they were out real late the night before. Oh, <laughs> Toronto is a beautiful city, and, and I'm serious. They, they no, were, I've been seeing yeah. too. I've been mm-hmm. there quite a few times. They 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 were out. They were out chilling, hanging and banging the night before. So LBJ was able to snap back because he's like a man child. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The rest of them take a little bit more time. So there you go right there. But this team, they'll be there. Trust me, they'll be there in the end. Talk Boston, talk Toronto all you want. It'll be the Cleveland Cavaliers come out to the Western Conference. Don't forget, we, don't forget, Fantasy Best Friends Forever and On Target Fantasy. It's the Frenzy. Thank you very much. 